For today deals with the integration of technology into an Algebra 1 classroom. Our guest speaker today is my colleague and wife, Kara Reyes. I have a few questions that I would like to ask you. First off, what made you decide to request a transfer from Algebra 2 to Algebra 1 at Pasadena High School? Well, to be honest, Mr. Reyes, after teaching 11th and 12th graders Algebra 2 this past school year, it broke my heart to hear their misfortune with teachers in their 8th and 9th grade school year. I feel that these two grade levels are where the majority of our students lose interest in math. I don't pretend that math is not hard for them, but many teachers teach in such a way that only reaches out to a small percentage of our student body. I feel that by moving to the foundation of high school math, Algebra 1, I can in some small way keep math alive for them. That's very heartfelt, Ms. Reyes, but can I ask you, how do you plan to keep math alive for them? Well, Mr. Reyes, by moving forward. Let me ask you, what is the one thing people don't leave home without, that our students can't seem to put down, is the first thing most Americans do as soon as they get home or even to work? Uh, grab their cell phone, check their computers? That's correct. What all these have in common is technology. Our students get supplied with information these days by not reading a book or a newspaper, but by Google or Facebook. Why do we as educators continue to shun technology? We should be looking for avenues to keep our classroom rich and fresh with new ideas. Why do we feel that technology can somehow hurt us? I feel that the answer that lies for most educators with this one simple word, control. Many people feel that they would open a Pandora's box of the unknown. It has been said that we teach the way we have been taught, and for many of us, lecture was the only way we ever have known. So to change, try something new, makes us feel uncomfortable. But uncomfortable versus highly engaged students, I would pick the latter any day. To have students free to explore and engage in math should be all teachers' goals. For my next question, Ms. Reyes, how would you go about integrating it? Well, for starters, I send out a weekly email to my students informing them of the upcoming week's expectation. This allows them to not only be informed, but I find that some students are willing to ask questions through email versus the classroom. I also plan to have a class blog where I will supply examples and explanations of the lesson online as well as a way for them to communicate to me and each other about math. Besides the use of my Promethean board and document camera, I am truly excited about integrating my TI Navigator into my classroom this year. When I located a TI Navigator on our campus, I was thrilled to integrate this into my classroom. I have seen one of these used firsthand at a previous school I worked with and it produced very calculator-confident students. I view calculators as a bridge to technology for math. It's a chance to somehow compete with our students' cell phones, but we have to make the calculators fun and easy to navigate. This is where the navigator comes in handy. It connects me to each of the students via their calculator. No longer do I have to go to each student to see what they are doing. I can view my entire classroom calculator screen from the comfort of my computer. For my final question, in a few words, what advice would you give a teacher that feels overwhelmed and does not know where to start in the integration process? I would merely say start small. 
Get to know one tool, such as a graphing calculator. Explore Texas Instruments website and start with one small project. By starting small, it will make a big difference. Kara Reyes, thank you very much for appearing on this podcast. I have been your host, Christopher Reyes. Thank you for listening.